Hey fellow bingers, welcome to Head Bingers in Charge. I'm Courtney. I'm Mackenzie, and it's officially binger game season. It sure is. Today we're going to be announcing the winners of our first two round one matchups. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I got like a tingly feeling. <laughs> I know. We had our, uh, our dramedy matchup of Ginny and Georgia versus Everything's Gonna Be Okay. And our thriller matchup of You versus Tell Me Your Secrets. Yeah, we're going to be discussing episode one of all four of those shows. So if you haven't seen season one, episode one of any of those shows we just mentioned, you might want to wait to listen to this episode. So, Kens, go ahead and hit that button and let's get started. Round one, dramedy matchup. Ginny and Georgia versus Everything's Gonna Be Okay. All right, so let's start off with Ginny and Georgia. First, give me an overall, like, what did you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah? I liked the dynamic between Ginny and Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How insightful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the show's about them. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, so I kind of liked the dynamic between the irresponsible mom and the more mature daughter. Definitely. I also love the little brother. He's so cute. Austin. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It took me a second to picture him. Yes. Oh, he's adorable. I love when they're listening to Shaggy in the car. (laughs) Yes, that was funny. And she's like, what? What's this song about? And he's like, oh, they're doing it on the bathroom floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was funny, um, but it also definitely had the drama. Um, there's a lot of uh, flashbacks coming up from Georgia's past, which I'm excited to learn more about. Me as well. I'm really curious to see how she got from that to where she is now. Definitely. Um, I do think though, like I remember watching it and having this feeling that like it felt kind of long. I don't know why, because you know most the episode. Yeah, most I know most episodes are you know forty something minutes to an hour. That's like normal for a TV show. But I remember watching it and being like, "Am I watching a movie? Like, what's happening?" It's just. I felt like a lot happened in the first episode. So much happened. And I guess that was them trying to hook you in. Seemed a little forced, though. Um, But I really... Really? I didn't think so. I thought so. I don't know. I I don't think it hindered my score too much. Um, But there were certain points where I was like, oh, this is good. And then there were certain points where I kind of felt it was dragging just a little, not a lot, not in like a, Interesting. I felt like looking at my phone kind of way, but in a like, okay, where are we going here? You know, mm-hmm. like I remember checking my watch or my phone several times and being like, oh my gosh, is this thing over yet? You know, just never, never a good feeling really? when you're watching TV. Yeah. I was like, I want more. Really? Yeah. Ah, I guess we'll see how that translates to our scores, huh? Yeah, I bet you liked Maxine. I do. I love Maxine. 
she's a queen. And she was like... I wrote down a lot of her quotes. Do they even let you be gay in Texas? <laughs> Texas, that's so exotic. <laughs> there are no good gays here. <laughs> that is very funny. She was cracking me up when she was like, uh, this is Ginny and I'm in love with her, so be nice to her or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that scene in the cafeteria where she was just like rambling. I know. I was like, oh my God. I wrote down like Maxine Wild. She cafeteria scene a lot. <laughs> yes, uh, that scene was a lot. I remember being like, "Oh my gosh, what is happening here?" She's saying so much. It was it was a lot. Um, but I do like her character. I think she's fun. Um, Ginny losing her virginity to him, and then yeah, him. that was wild to happen in the first episode. Yeah, like. I thought there was going to be, like, you know, a budding romance between the two of them, but it would take, like, till the end of the season, you know, like, most shows. Yeah, no, they really just... And then there he goes, just comes in her window and somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this episode's definitely not (laughs) PG-13. need that little e <laughs> e for explicit he comes in our window and somewhere else i'm so dead uh, Mackenzie ann sorry that was just funny that was just funny up there for me yeah oh man mom's not gonna <laughs> like that one but aunt mare's gonna love it <laughs> shout out to aunt mare if you're listening oh man that was funny yes um <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna be able to stop laughing now um yeah that was uh they really just got into it there she was like i was surprised even it seemed a little out of character for her when she just like grabbed him and kissed him right i agree i felt like the whole time like they were showing her as like this mature not shy but like introverted person um especially mm-hmm. like her old school and then she was kind of then they had like these scenes where she was just like she grabbed his motorcycle and just started riding it and yeah i guess she stood up to the english teacher which was awesome yeah that was <laughs> definitely iconic her standing up to that english yeah. teacher absolutely iconic. there was like such a contrast between some of her scenes agreed i really thought that we were gonna see this shy girl and her character arc throughout the show was gonna be her becoming this you know more out there character but it seems like we're starting the show where she's already teetering that transition you know which i mean yeah, that's makes sense for interesting because most shows do it the other way right, like, right, right so right. that's probably why we were expecting it yeah and it, it does make sense for a teenage girl you know to that's usually the age where you're like figuring out what you actually you know what your personality is you know what i mean and you tend right. to be a little more angsty as a teen anyway but you know, I think that that's very interesting that that's where they started. And I'm very curious as to where it's going to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm definitely looking forward to in the show. Also wanted to point out um, Ellen, their mom. You know, she came over and she brought over like the pie or whatever. And I was like, oh, we're not going to like her. She's going to be like strict or weird. And then when her and Georgia were smoking the pot on the balcony, I was dying. Yeah yeah what did she say to she like when um the when the guy didn't kiss her oh she said that was one steamy hug yeah (laughs) that was one steamy hug (laughs) 
<laughs> they just started laughing. I was dying. I literally I wrote that down. <laughs> That's funny. I'm glad you wrote it down because I <laughs> wanted to talk about it, but I thought that was funny. Yeah, I wrote down for Ellen. I wrote was unsure, but she cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think that relationship is gonna be funny. I think she's probably a mom that like tries to be that like picture perfect pta mom but deep down just isn't yeah and so i think and when she saw like that georgia was like not like that she's like oh cool i can be exactly i think yeah. georgia's really going to bring out that side of her so i think that's going to be exciting to see that um yeah let's uh let's get into the scores yeah uh we'll start with um visual appeal so I gave visual appeal a four out of five. I gave visual appeal a three out of five. Interesting. I thought, um, I really thought like the sets and costumes and everything made sense for the, you know, um, the time period that they're in and the locations that they were in. Like you could tell when they were in Texas, you know, versus when they moved to Massachusetts. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, You could definitely tell the difference. Yeah, you could definitely tell when they were in New England. Mm-hmm. I guess I just gave it a three because, like, the costumes, they weren't anything, like... Like, it wasn't something I noticed. But maybe that's a good thing because it was what it was supposed to be. Gotcha. I, I feel that. You don't want to set the bar too high, you know? Don't just give everybody a five, you know? This is our first show, too, you know? I wanted to... It was average. Average costumes. Yeah. There wasn't any crazy special effects, I would say. Exactly. I think it's tough for a show like this to get a, above, you know, beyond a perfect score, you know? Right. Like sci-fi shows will probably be crazy. Right, because of special effects and everything. But um, true to genre, I gave it a five. I gave it a four. Okay. I thought, you know, I again, it's a dramedy, so I laughed a lot. And I also, there was a lot of um, dramatic scenes, dramatic moments. Um, so I'm, I gave it a five. I gave it a four. I did laugh. I felt it was more comedy than dramatic. I think it can, it's going to be dramatic eventually with like all of George's past. But for the first episode, I, I thought it was more comedy than dramatic. Fair. Very so. fair. Um, likeable characters. Um, I gave it a five. <laughs> I gave it a five as well. Awesome, yeah. I liked a, a lot of the characters. Yeah, I was going to say, I really like Maxine. I like the little brother. I do like Ginny. Um, I like Georgia, although, I, you know, she has, of course, a couple negative character traits that, you know, obviously, hopefully she works through. Um, but I think we've got a lot of likable characters on this show. I agree. Five out of five. Um, acting, I put a five. I didn't think anybody did a bad job. I mean, there wasn't much, um, there weren't many, like, super intense scenes other than Georgia a couple times during her flashbacks, um, and I thought they were handled really well, so. Right. I gave it a four just because there wasn't, as you said, like, super intense scenes. Mm -hmm. That's not really the actor's fault. Right. Right, and hopefully we'll get there as episodes progress. Yeah. Character chemistry? Character chemistry, yeah. I put a three. Really? I put a five. Really? Yeah, I like, like, I think the family, 
chemistry is good between Georgia, Ginny, and Austin. Mm-hmm. And Maxine and Georgia, or Ginny, mm-hmm. had good chemistry. And that's, I was rooting for Ginny and Marcus in the beginning. Now I'm kind of like on the fence. <laughs> but Speaking of interesting, <laughs> our interesting slash bingeability score. I gave it a four. I also gave it a four. I wanted to watch the next episode when the next episode popped up. Yeah, I agree. I felt like I felt like I could, but I didn't feel like, oh my god, I have to, you know. So that's why I sat on the floor. They didn't leave the first. They didn't leave the first episode like on a big cliffhanger, right? You know, which you know not all shows do that, especially you know episode one. But that's why I gave it a four because I did want to watch it, but it wasn't like I had to. Agreed emotional appeal did it make you feel something i gave it a four i laughed yeah i gave it a three Mm -hmm. nothing like i don't know too out there for me just like average like i felt it sure yeah but again probably as episodes progress we'll be feeling things more originality i gave it a three i gave it a two it's weird because like I haven't seen a show like it, but, like, there was also, like, nothing, like, specially different about it, you know? I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. It just was, like, a show about a family moving to a new town, you know? Like, it's kind of done already. It's not like I was like, oh, this reminds me of this show, but it wasn't, like, you know, like, How to Get Away with Murder, where it had, like, a different format and, like, different perspective. Right. So. Exactly. I agree. I agree. So I gave it a two. Overall, what did you think overall? Overall, I gave it a five because I liked it. You gave it a five. Okay. I gave it, I a, gave it a five. I really enjoyed it. I gave it a four. I liked it a lot. Okay. Didn't love it, though. That's, that's why I'm sitting at a four. So, um, according to our Instagram and Twitter polls, um, Ginny and Georgia got an audience bonus of four points. So, if I combine that four points... With my final score, that would give Ginny and Georgia a 39 out of 50. Combining the audience bonus to my score, I get a 41. 41 from Mackenzie. That's easy math. Total of 80. 80 out of 100 for episode one of Ginny and Georgia. Not too bad. No. Not too bad. I thought, I mean, I think that's a pretty... Um, realistic score, you know, 80 out of a hundred, eight out of 10. Sounds about right. Eight out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's move over to our next dramedy. Everything's going to be okay. Is everything going to be okay? I guess we're going to find out the, uh, you know, the dad passed away in that first episode. Yeah. I was expecting like, based on when I read the, um, description last episode i was expecting like it was gonna be like unexpected and sudden and he was just gonna like die but he actually like told them prior i think that was more realistic in a way because otherwise the dad wouldn't have had everything set up that needed to be set up like he wouldn't have been able to set the kids up for success which a kid of his age you know he's probably in like college i think he said right um, taking on responsibility of two like preteen teenage girls is like a lot, you mm-hmm. know. I I loved the dad. I thought he was hilarious. Really? Yeah. I thought he was strange. You thought he was what? 
I thought he was strange. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. He was my least favorite character. Really? Mm. Yeah, he was my least favorite character. I really do. I like the concept of the show. I I struggle with Nicholas. Me me too. I don't I don't know. He just doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. I don't particularly like him. <laughs> yeah, me neither. The guy that plays Nicholas, Josh Thomas, he actually wrote the show. He's a comedian, wrote the show. He actually is diagnosed with ADHD and he also has autism. Oh, really? So, yeah, I think that's very interesting and like really cool that, you know, um, we've got a show uh, widely available written by somebody with autism. I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's it's interesting because then they have a the sister is autistic. Yes, and she he's not in is the show. right. He is not autistic in the show, but the sister was it Matilda? Matilda is autistic in the show and in real life, which is good that they you know actually casted someone who is autistic to play the role of an autistic person. Right. That's great. So, yeah, I, I wrote down that I loved the inclusion and portrayal of the autistic character. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you and I both know our brother. Our brother's autistic, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was a lot to see there and a lot to understand. Yeah, um, the scene with the um, at the cafeteria outside, mm-hmm. that was... That was a that was a really good I don't know what to say. It was a good portrayal. Yeah. Of like what she was going through. Absolutely. And she like didn't think she said the right thing and she thought she messed up and Yes. It's a good way for people that, you know, that don't have it necessarily in the house or in their lives like we do to see that, you know, um, people with autism, you know, everyone's different, but people with autism tend to have trouble uh picking up social cues, processing emotions. Um, So seeing her Mm -hmm. struggle with that, I think, was really great representation for sure. Um, Yes, that was the smart way of saying what I was trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) And you're supposed to be the smart one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not good at articulating (laughs) what I'm thinking. Um, Yeah, well, me neither sometimes, but that's okay. (laughs) We'll talk to our therapist about it later. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I do think that in terms of you know inclusion and portrayal it's a really great show yes um it's really powerful in that sense yep and you have the um the brother is gay yeah and he's gay in real life too (laughs) is he yeah ready to get into the scores yeah let's do it let's do it so for visual appeal i gave it a three out of five i did as well yeah for the most part i think everything was fine again average costumes not much you could do it's just you know set in the usa like you know everything's average um but there was also there was one shot in particular where like the white balance was totally off this this like he was it was right after his dad told him he was dying and nicholas like went outside onto like the porch or whatever and like the light out there was so bright that you couldn't even see him and i was like how did that how did that make it through the editing process, you know? 
that was just me being nitpicky, but that I was thinking about giving it a four, just like I gave Ginny and Georgia, because I thought they were comparable almost. Yeah. But that dropped it down to a three for me. Just that stuff that you don't look for and I do. Yeah, I didn't notice that at all. I just gave it a three because I thought it was average. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good that, you know, people that aren't, you know, looking for that stuff didn't notice it. I guess that's good for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about true to genre? I gave it a four. I gave it a five. Okay. I thought, especially hearing your point that you said when we were talking about Ginny and Georgia about um, comedy in relation to drama, I thought they were pretty equal. I thought it was pretty funny, but there was also, yeah, I mean, the dad died. There was a funeral. Like, the dramatics were certainly there, you know? I thought the opposite of... Um... Ginny and Georgia, I thought this was more dramatic and less funny, at least to me. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. I I love the um, the eulogy that she gave. Yes, me too. Oh my that gosh, was so good. That was really good. I was like, I was getting a little misty. I was like laughing and like getting emotional. Like it was, it was really good. Right, right. Yeah, and we'll get to that a little bit later, I'm sure, <laughs> as we go through our scorecard. Yep. Um, likable characters. I gave it a four. I gave it a five. Really? I thought you just said you didn't like the main character. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's, that's like good the point. only, I liked everybody but Nicholas. Yeah, I guess my thought was that like, I do like everyone except Nicholas, but I think he has potential. Like, I didn't write him off completely. You know, I'm also trying to be open-minded with the fact that it's only the first episode, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess I was scoring optimistically, like, in hopes of, like, well, I think I'm going to like him. Yeah. You know? But I get that. That's why I gave it a five, I guess. Acting. I gave it a three. Interesting. I gave it a four. I gave it a four. I thought everything was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. I gave it a four. Character chemistry. I gave it a three. I also gave it a three. I think the family dynamic is pretty good. Could be better. And I even think the little bit of the relationship we're seeing with Nicholas and Alex is kind of like meh right now. Yeah, I'm not feeling their relationship right now anyway. Um, Yeah. I wrote down like it has potential. Like I'm... I'm curious to see how the dynamic will change because mm-hmm. I think as it gets going, the chemistry will get better between like the brother and the two sisters mm-hmm. and the couple. Makes sense. Yeah. But at, for episode one, I put a three. Fair enough. Uh, interesting slash bingeability. I gave it a four. I gave it a three. Okay. All right. I can see which way you're leaning already. <laughs> I, no, I don't, I, like, I wasn't dying to watch the next episode. Yeah, so. I wasn't either, but I am, I think the thought of seeing how Nicholas is going to handle, you know, the two teenage girls and even seeing, even seeing, like, Matilda just going through school and everyday life, like, I'm excited to see that. She, to me, is a very interesting character, so... Yeah, she's probably my favorite character. Yeah, agreed. I like her a lot. What do you think of Genevieve? Um, 
Genevieve doesn't do much for me right now. Me neither. Um, I think, I don't know. She doesn't do much for me right now. But, I mean, I think she has potential for sure. I like her and Matilda's interactions together. Like, the two of them probably saved the character chemistry score from being lower for me. Yeah, me too. Um, Yeah, I love Matilda. I love when she was talking to that boy. Yeah, definitely. And I also loved how nice he was to her. That was so cute. I, I thought he was going to be mean. I know. I was, was really so nervous. nervous. I was like, I can't handle this right now. I'm going to cry. But then he was nice to her. I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, it was really funny. I forget exactly what she said, but I remember laughing. <laughs> um, what about emotional appeal? I gave it a four. I gave it a five. That funeral really had me in my feels. <laughs> and uh, I also, again, I think it's a little... I'm trying to be unbiased, but I think it's a little biased with, you know, having an autistic brother. It's just really emotionally relatable, you know? Yeah. So. I agree. I went for the five. I was in my feels. What about originality? I gave it a four. Hmm. Interesting. I gave it a three. Thought it was, like, decently original, but again, like. Family. Really just a family going through some stuff, you know, when you're looking at the big picture. Yep. What about overall? Overall, I gave it a four. Me too. I gave it a four. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I like the concept, but didn't love it. Yeah, like I said, I, I think, you know, it's hard to judge an entire show based off the first episode because usually the first episode is just like introducing characters and setting the stage and honestly the first episode of any show is probably one of the worst episodes of the show but um like I said I I wrote down that it has potential and I'd like to watch another couple episodes to see how the dynamic changes and how the characters develop absolutely I'd be excited to see more too but uh unfortunately only one show can move on Ken's only one show can move on. I think it's time to reveal our scores. All right. So with the audience bonus mm-hmm. of one point, my total score for Everything's Gonna Be Okay is 37 points. My total score is 33 points. Ooh. More easy math. We need to do this every week. We'll just have easy math. Yeah, the easy math's nice. So we got a 70. Yep. Looks like... 7 out of 10. Which is fair. Yeah. Definitely fair. Um, I think that audience bonus really helped Ginny and Georgia push through. Yeah, definitely. Because I had 37 versus 39 for Ginny and Georgia. So it was pretty close. Um, But that just goes to show that that audience bonus really helps. Yeah, definitely. That means you guys need to keep voting. We need you. So, looks like Ginny and Georgia is the winner for our dramedy matchup. And they're going to be moving on to next week. Representing Channel One. Yep. I'm probably still going to watch Everything's Going to Be Okay. Yeah, that's going to be the problem. Now, even if all these shows, like all the shows that get eliminated, I'm still going to watch them. So, most likely. <laughs> the Headbinger's going in. Yeah, we can't just watch one episode of a show. I'll probably drop half of them. Unless it's like really terrible. Yeah. I don't have the time. I know you will. I'm a busy woman. You might watch this one though. I might. I do like it. I'm really, I like Matilda a lot. So I might watch it just for Matilda. I mean, the good thing is we don't have to like wait to watch the episodes like we had to 
if it was in the show in the bracket correct we're just gonna binge all right well that is our dramedy matchup shall we move on to our thriller matchup let's do it this is our thriller matchup you versus tell me your secrets So let's start off talking about you, since that's a pretty popular show. Yeah, definitely. I um, first thing I want to say is Joe is very interesting. He's like creepy, but like not. Like I love mm-hmm. his little. I love how they have him like narrating and like talking in his head. He's like, oh, Beck. Mm-hmm. Like it's like. Like, he's so methodical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. He's, I don't know. I mean, he's obviously, he is. He's a, he's a creep. He's gross. He's disgusting, you know? He's stalking her. I want to know, like, what his, like, end goal is. That's, I think. Do what... you think he's, like, a killer? I feel like he's not a killer. I don't know. I think it kind of depends. He's obviously obsessed with her. And I think his obsession is going to do nothing but escalate. Agreed. I mean, we've already seen that he can be violent. He hit her ex-boyfriend. I mean, he kind of deserved it, but <laughs> doesn't make it okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I think that at some point, Beck is going to realize how creepy he is, or maybe even not. Maybe she just won't be feeling it anymore. And, I mean, you know, we've both watched Criminal Minds. When they don't get what they want, it uh, everything goes south, so. Definitely. I was writing down, like, the character names, and there's really not that many characters. Mm-mm. Like, it mostly just centers around them, too. Yeah. I mean, like, the friends. The boyfriend, and then, like, the guy at the um, bookstore. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the little boy. Yes, I was just going to say that. It's weird. He's, like, so nice with him. I know. It's, like... Almost, I like him when he's, like, interacting with the boy, and I'm like, wait, I'm supposed to hate him. I know. That's what I was just going to say. It's almost, like, interesting that, like, it seems like they want us to like him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to like him. Like, this is annoying, you know? Or maybe they're just trying to show that, like, people that seem like good people on the outside are not necessarily always that way. Like, you that's know. That's what I was going to say. They're trying to show, like... Like, portraying to us how he probably seems to her, to Beck. Exactly. Like, not everybody that does stuff like this has it written on their forehead. You know what I mean? Like, they can be good-looking and charismatic. Right. And it can literally happen to anyone. Scary. Very Very scary. scary. Jinx. I also thought it was very unrealistic that she had, like, her windows wide open that whole time. Yeah, like... And... He was just, like, standing on the sidewalk, and nobody, like, saw him. Like, he was there all day. All day. And, like, she lives very close to the sidewalk, you know? Like, why would you keep your windows open while you're having sex? Right. I don't know. I mean, maybe once by accident or for, like, a little thrill, sure. But, like, all the time, I don't know. Seems a little unrealistic to me. I agree with you. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think um, it's very interesting, and um, I'm excited to talk about the scores. 
Yeah, let's get into it. Visual appeal. Visual appeal, I gave a four. I think you could tell that they were in New York City. Agreed. I gave it a four, too. It gave off very New York vibes. Everything about it. Mm -hmm. Props even to the sets. I thought very New York vibes, for sure. True to genre? Uh, I gave it a five. I was kind of like, you know, I wasn't on like the edge of my seat, but it was certainly like, you know, this this uh this feeling you know that feeling when you're sitting down watching a thriller and you're like oh my gosh what's gonna happen next you know yep i gave it a four just because as you said like i wasn't like on the edge of my seat like nothing like it didn't make me jump or anything but like i was definitely uneasy yeah uneasy that's a good word thank you i was very uneasy the whole time yes likable characters i gave it a four i underlined do they have depth Right, yeah. Because I think that there's the depth there. You do think there is? Yeah. Interesting. I think there is with Joe. I mean, obviously, we're hearing inside of his head. I think that's like the, like, that's what like stuck out to me the whole first episode, just his narration. Interesting. Yeah, I struggle with Beck. Like, I like her, obviously. She's our main character, but I don't know. Right now, all I'm seeing is that she struggles with, um, you know, keeping up with her rich friends and her work ethic, which she always um, puts second to her friends and whatever else her friends need. And I'm just like, I, I'm waiting for more from her. And I, again, first episode, so I hope there's more to come. But mm-hmm. right now, it was just lacking for me. Acting. I gave it a four. I gave it a three. I was leaning towards a four, but then that scene when she was in the bathroom, when he was in the shower (laughs) and she was in the bathroom having like her mental breakdown and was like crying. I was like, not the worst on scene, on screen crying I've ever seen, but it was not good. Yeah. It really bumped it down from a four to a three for me. Because honestly, acting is something I don't really look for when I'm watching something. It's just kind of like, you know, like you don't look for shot composition like I do. You know what I mean? It's just kind of there sometimes. But I was like, oof, that was bad, you know? So like the fact that I noticed it, I was like, I'm going to bump it down one. I got you. So. And that scene as well, like you could totally see his shadow in the shower curtain. (laughs) Yeah. I thought. Oof. I was like, how could she not know that he's there? (laughs) Yeah. That goes, uh. Maybe we should have a believability category. <laughs> um, what about character chemistry? I gave it a four. Okay. I gave it a three. I did enjoy like their little bit of flirting at the beginning. Like, I, I did feel like it was vibing. Yeah. But again, there wasn't a lot of character interaction, so it was hard. Like I feel like we're learning about Beck's story separately and Joe's story separately for now. Yeah, I also included the relationship between the little boy and Joe. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, if you think about that one in the foreground, I can definitely see why you gave it a little bit of a higher score. Yeah. What about interesting slash bingeability? I gave it a four. I wanted to keep watching, especially with the ending. Yeah, I also gave it a four. When he he hit the guy on the head. (laughs) Yeah. I also gave it a four. It's, you know, again... I don't have to keep watching, but I would very much enjoy to keep watching. Yeah. Is how I feel. Yeah. If I like had to, I would give it a five. Yeah. 
So that's why I went with the four. Exactly. Because exactly. I was kind of, I was hooked in. Yeah. Uh, what about emotional appeal? I gave it a four. Okay. I was kind of, I pretty much gave everything a four, it seems like. Okay. Um, I felt, like I said, I felt uneasy the whole time. That's true. It did make you feel something. That's a good point. Um, I gave it a three. Um, I did feel uneasy a lot, but to me, that wasn't a strong enough emotion to give it much more than that, you know? Like, I mean, I guess I did feel like, I don't know, angry a couple times. It just wasn't like over the top, I guess. I gotcha. Um, originality. I gave it a four. Interesting. I gave it a two. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It is like a little different, but again, like to me, it's interesting because like the main character is like the unsub, like we're going through his mind. Right. Instead of it being about the victim and like, and I thought it was different. Right. Yeah. I do agree with, with that, but I don't know. It just wasn't like completely original you know it was kind of like yeah it's a little original you know like the flipping this the perspective you know but to me that's kind of like oh let's take a storyline that's done already and then just flip the perspective you know a little original but not super original that's my opinion okay what about overall i'm gonna go out on a limb here and guess that you gave it a four I did. Oh, I also gave it a four, so we agree on that one. Yeah, I let, I have all fours down the list. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So um, my total score with the audience bonus, which ended up being three points, uh, was a 34 for you. Okay, my total with the audience bonus is a 39. Ooh, this is not easy math. Should be a 73 out of 100, I believe. Sounds about right. 7.3 out of 10. I like that we're breaking it down into 10. Me too. (laughs) Me too. Thinking about like the IMDB score or something or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This is not sponsored by either of them. No. Not at all. Um, okay, well, we got a 73 for you, so let's talk about Tell Me Your Secrets. All right, in the beginning, I was very confused. Yes. Because we had the girl in prison, and then the lady coming to visit her, and, like, they said it was, like, in the past, and then they, like, jumped, and then they had this new woman, and I was like, who's this woman? And it's the same woman. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds really confusing, but that's how I felt. Yeah. So Karen is Emma. Correct. And Emma is Karen. <laughs> Yes, Karen is in witness protection, so she's now Emma. Yeah, and Karen did not have an eyeball. Did you notice that? What? She was missing an eye, but then like Emma looked like she had an eye, and it didn't look like a fake eye. Well, obviously it doesn't look like a fake eye because the actress, I'm sure, has real eyes. <laughs> but I know, but like I felt like it should have looked like a fake eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your your visual appeal score has been affected by that. Um that's interesting. I didn't notice that, no. Yeah. I believe, I mean, to me, I I swear to God she did not have an eye. <laughs> but if she did, that's like, I'm crazy, but. 
I guess we'll have to find out. And I'm going to have to go back and watch that first scene. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I agree. It was a little confusing, but I think that was kind of the point, you know? They're like leaving out a lot of key details. Mm -hmm. Um, One, I guess, to keep you interested. And two, because they're going to wait to reveal things later on. Right. Um, So understandable, but it did take me a little bit to get on track. I agree. I was very, very confused in the beginning. Yeah, basically all I figured out is that, you know, Emma is in witness protection. She was with that Parker guy who was obviously arrested and in prison and they're in madly in love and she wrote him that letter breaking it off because she's in witness protection. He kills himself and that sent her through a spiral. Now, do you do you think I thought that he killed himself because he got that letter from her? Correct. Okay. Because I was watching with someone, mm-hmm. mom, <laughs> and she was like, oh, he killed himself because he invited the mom to come to, like, interview him. No. And he invited her to come, but then he just killed himself because he didn't want to give her the satisfaction. No. I I mean, he read the letter and reacted very negatively to it, so I'm pretty sure that's why he killed himself. Right. Okay, I just wanted to see your opinion. Yeah. Mary is the mother of that girl, Teresa, who's still missing, suspected to be killed by that Parker guy. Mm-hmm. Or kidnapped by that parker guy but no yes. proof apparently the mom said um and she asked for help from john mm-hmm. who we know is like a serial rapist killer maybe um and trying to reform and has gotten an early release surprise surprise white man being caught for rape and murder and other bad things getting an early release and he's trying to re- rehabilitate himself. And Mary asks him for help in finding Emma, essentially. Yeah, and I thought that was crazy because this guy's trying to rehabilitate himself and she's from, like, chasing women and he's she's sending him to chase a woman. Yeah, I think that's... I feel like it's going to be, like, a trigger for him. And Oh, definitely. I just I think that's part of her character. Like, Mary has had, you know this hit close to home for her because her daughter has been kidnapped, possibly murdered, probably murdered. It's been seven years. Um, And, you know, she doesn't believe that people like that can change. So I don't know if I believe that people like that can change. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it makes sense that she doesn't believe him and wants him to do what he does best, as she says. Right. So... I don't know. It's all very, it was very confusing, but things are starting to make a little more sense at the end here. Although I never really understood the Emma and Jess friendship. I mean, like, I like that she stood up for her when she was getting picked on. I thought that was a an, a good scene. Did you see who that, did you see who that was that was picking on her? Yes, Jeanette Turner. Okay. I wrote down, I wrote down in my notes, Jeanette Turner got what she deserved. <laughs> <laughs> She smashed her face into that mirror. Yes. Love to see Jeanette Turner getting what she deserved. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I thought it was like interesting that she was, or it was fine that she was like coming over and hanging out all the time, but then the friendship got weird, I think. 
I agree. I thought it was like, um, I don't know, like it almost seemed like inappropriate. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird dynamic for sure. But other than that, overall, I thought the show was okay. So yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about these scores. Yep. What'd you put for visual appeal? I put a four. Okay. I gave it a three. Because you could tell, like, when they were in Louisiana, I thought, like, this, like, it looked really good. They had, like, the, you know, the marsh and stuff and, like, the houses. Very, like, it looked like Louisiana. That is very true. That's a good point. Um, uh, what about true to genre? I gave it a four. Okay. I gave it a five. Apparently, I score very highly in the true to genre category. I think I've given every show a five. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm always like, was it funny? Yeah, give it a five. Was it scary? Yeah, give it a five. I think I've given everyone, I've given every true to genre a four. So we're, we're consistent. Yeah, I need to judge a little more harshly on that one next time, I think. <laughs> um, But yeah, I was really kind of um, at the edge of my seat at one point. Wait. Was it when she was running in the woods? Yes. So when she found Jess's body... And that was like, really sad. That was really sad. And I'm like confused. Like, did she get murdered? She had to have been murdered. Right. It looked like she got stabbed. Yeah. She was stabbed in the stomach. And how long has she been there? Does anyone else live there? You know, like. The crazy part is she knocked on Emma's door and was like, let me in, let me in. So she was probably trying to get away from whoever was chasing her or something. And Emma probably could have saved her. Yikes. Lots to unpack there. Um, so yeah, that part really had me on the edge of my seat, so I gave it a I gave it a five. Um, likable characters. I gave it a three. That's I gave it a three yeah. as well. I went I crossed off three, put four, I crossed off four, put three. I honestly like I don't really know how I feel about Emma or Mary or John. They seem to be like the three main characters and I don't love any of them. I don't like hate them either. Correct. I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I need to know more about Emma's story, I think. You know? Like I think they did a good job again with her saving Jess from those bullies that gave her a few points from me. But I don't know her involvement here with this you know, with the whole murders and stuff. Like I know that headline said that, you know, she knew all about it. I mean, you can't always believe headlines, but... At the end, they showed her daughter coming into her hair salon. Yeah, so... So is it like, was she picking out these women for her husband? Yeah, that's... I, I need to know her involvement here. And she lied at the beginning. She said she'd never seen Teresa before, didn't know her. Right. She knew her. She knew her. Mm-hmm. So... Well, she had to go to jail for something. Exactly. And it, it's it'll be interesting to see, like... I'm sure they'll loop back to that and show us how she was involved and how, you know, what she was arrested for or whatever. And then hopefully, like, how she got out and everything. Definitely. If anything, I think, honestly, Jess was probably the most likable character. I felt bad for her, so I liked her, and then they killed her, so. <laughs> that was a lot in episode one. Yeah, exactly. Met Jess and killed Jess. <laughs> Met Jess and killed Jess. What about the acting? I put four. I also gave it a four. I thought it was pretty good. There were some intense scenes, I think yeah. very believable, um, but, you know, just 
nothing spectacular. No, nothing that was noteworthy. Yeah, yeah. no Viola Davis scenes or anything. Mm. Oh my god, Viola Davis! I just picture the scene with the pillow. Yeah, that's what I picture a five being. The best. Yeah. Character chemistry. I gave it a three. I also gave it a three. Again, I think that relationship with Emma and Jess was weird. It was weird that we were like on the bed and like Jess was like trying to hug her. I don't know. It just felt very weird. Do you remember that? Yeah. Everything feels weird. Uneasy. I'm uneasy again. Yeah. Um, what about interesting slash bingeability? I gave it a four. I was I was interested. Again, I wanted to keep watching, but I didn't have to. Agreed. I felt the same way. Also gave it a four. What about emotional appeal? Four. Okay. I gave it a three. I gave it a three. I, I did feel something, but nothing like, I don't know, crazy. Like I had yeah. that little bit of edge of my seat moment. Um, I had a little bit of that uneasy feeling. Yeah, I think it was mainly like the woods, the woods scene and, you know, Jess being murdered. <gasps> oh, thank you for reminding me of that woods scene. That's what bumped my visual appeal from a four to a three. Sorry to go back to that. But that shot where it was like the lag, <laughs> personally can't stand that style. So it drove me nuts. I was like, no. Bumping that right back, right back down to a three. Sorry no. to backtrack, but you reminded me that that's why I gave it that score. Okay. Um, but yes, I gave emotional appeal a three. What about originality? I gave it a four. I think it's um, interesting to see these three seemingly separate characters and how they're going to eventually come together. Okay. Um, I apparently grade really harshly in this category. <laughs> I gave it a two again. I felt the same way about you, how it's like, I mean, sure, we're, again, we're just, we're getting a storyline of, you know, a serial killer, but the script is flipped, you know? So, like, a little original, but... You're getting multiple points of views. That's true. Like, you're getting the mom of the abductee. Getting the wife of the abductor, this and random, some random guy. other guy that just kills people. <laughs> At first, I thought he was like the one that like killed, like he was the one that took her, killed her. Me too. That really mm. threw me off. He's just some random killer. <laughs> just another killer. A lot of killers in this town. I thought, um, kind of going back to um, likable character slash chemistry, the flashbacks of Emma. Well, Karen and the killer guy, mm-hmm. like, they seemed so cute and in love. And, like, I'm curious to see, you know, that and if their dynamic ever changed once she found out that he was a killer. I'm sure it did. I mean, they showed that one scene where she was, like, crying mm-hmm. when she found, like, a body, body or something. So it's, I I want to see, like more of that yeah i think that character chemistry score definitely has potential for growth if we see more of them because as weird as it is to say because he's a serial killer um their love they had some chemistry intense it seems like so that would definitely yeah 
definitely something to look forward to as we continue to watch. Uh, overall, I gave it a four. I gave it a four. Look at that. Agreeing. Um, all right. Well, with the audience bonus score, which came out to two points total, um, my total score was a 33. With the audience bonus, my total score was a 35. Ooh, interesting. So a 68. So Tell Me Your Secrets gets a 68 out of 100. Or a 6.8 out of 10. That seems about about right. I think, again, kind of similar to like everything's going to be okay. I think it has potential. Yeah. It's all about that first episode. You really got to hook us. Yep. I mean, we're the, we're the head bingers in charge here. We're, we're going <laughs> to... Tear you up. <laughs> Tear you up. <laughs> kind of like Marcus did to Ginny. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So it looks like you is moving on to next week. Yeah. We got our first uh, shows. That'll be uh, the beginning of round two. But next episode, we're going to get into our next round one matchup. Sitcom versus period. So we're going to be watching Schitt's Creek versus Community and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel versus Queen's Gambit. Absolutely. Sounds like a lot of fun. So be sure to go on our Instagram and or our Twitter and keep voting. We appreciate everyone that voted. Um, Let us know which show you think should represent both the sitcom channel and the period channel. Don't forget, we drop new episodes every hump day, so be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media at Pod to stay up to date and play along. Yeah, we're excited to have you guys play along with us for the Binger Games. Thanks for tuning in to uh, episode one of the Binger Games. So thanks for listening and uh, keep on binging. Don't